0: Hello, this is Saidu Zaman from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 14th of August. The Supreme Court on Monday decided to hear petitions against the Bihar government's caste survey on Friday. The petitions claimed that the survey was an attempt by the Nitish Kumar government to usurp the centre's powers, the Hindu reported. A plea filed by NGO Soch Ek Prayas along with other pleas filed challenging a Patna High Court order has been listed on 18th of August by a bench of Justices Sanjeev Khanna and SVN Bhatti. The petitioners, backed by a battery of attorneys led by veteran advocate Mukul Rahadgi, appeared before a bench headed by Justice Sanjeev Khanna, urging the court to postpone the implementation of the Patna High Court ruling, allowing the state government to proceed with the survey. The bench stated that any prohibitory action by the court at this point would amount to an indirect stay without hearing the state government's side. On 7th of August the Supreme Court had refused to stay the high court's judgment authorizing a caste survey deferring the hearing on petitions contesting it until 14th of August Between 7th and 21st of January Bihar had conducted the first round of the survey the second round was scheduled to begin on 15th of April The state cabinet had approved the all party request for a caste based survey which included gathering data on household socioeconomic status in June last year A unanimous resolution in support of a caste based survey had previously been approved by the Bihar Legislative Assembly as well At least 22 people have been killed today in landslides triggered due to heavy rainfall in Himachal Pradesh, Solan, Shimla and Hamirpur districts, PTI reported. Chief Minister Sukhvinder Sukhu in a tweet said that rescue operations are underway to clear the debris. According to officials, seven people were killed in Jadon village after two houses were washed away in a cloudburst on Sunday in Solan district. The police in Hamirpur district reported three deaths while two are missing. At least nine people were killed and almost 25 were buried under debris in Shimla after a temple collapsed in Summer Hill due to a landslip on Monday. Uttarakhand DGP Ashok Kumar told news agency ANI that the weather department in Uttarakhand has issued a red alert and the police and SDRF team are on high alert. The India Meteorological Department has predicted very heavy rainfall over Himachal Pradesh and Uttarakhand today. Rains are also expected to fall across Punjab, Haryana and West Uttar Pradesh. (laughs) Listeners, the devastation after torrential rains this year has been the worst in Himachal Pradesh with many pointing to the cause of careless construction. More than a hundred dead, thousands stranded, properties mangled and a damage to the tune of 8,000 crore rupees as per official estimates. But what can explain the scale of the disaster in the Hill State? Was it an extreme climate mess? Could the government have tackled it any better? What does it mean for other habitats across the country? Environment journalist Hirdesh Joshi will try to answer these questions through videos and ground reports in Hindi and English. You can watch his latest report from Himachal Pradesh titled River Didn't Come To Us, We Went To It How NHAIs All the Highways Eroded in Himachal Pradesh In the report, he looks at how in the aftermath of the floods, more than 1,200 roads were blocked in the state due to landslides erosion. Go to newslaundry.com and contribute to this NLCNA project to help us tell more such stories. We are able to bring you our reports and analysis only because you've got our back. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only nine hundred rupees a quarter. The Securities and Exchange Board of India today filed an application in the Supreme Court seeking 15 more days to conclude their probe and submit the status report on the allegations raised by Hindenburg Research against the Adani Group. The initial deadline set by the Supreme Court for SEBI to submit their report ended today, the News Minute reported. In January this year, Hindenburg had published a report accusing the Adani Group of widespread manipulation and malpractice to inflate their stock prices. Responding to these allegations, the Adani Group, in a 413-page response, likened the damning allegations made by the Hindenburg to a calculated attack on India, its institutions and a growth story, saying the allegations were nothing but a lie. Amid outrage, SEBI, India's market regulator said that they were increasing scrutiny of all deals carried out by billionaire Gautam Adani's company over the past one year. In its application to the Supreme Court on Monday, the SEBI informed that an interim report regarding the issue has been prepared based on the currently available material. They also said that they had sought information from foreign agencies and regulators as well regarding the allegations raised by the short-seller firm. The SEBI informed the court that after evaluating the information, they will decide on the course of action. The Supreme Court in an order on 2nd of March had originally allowed a time period of two months for the regulators to complete their probe. However, on 17th of May, the SEBI filed an application seeking another six months to complete the task, but was granted time only until 14th of August. The Supreme Court today ruled that a fine of just 1 lakh rupees is unlikely to prevent television stations from engaging in unethical behaviour on air. The Supreme Court also said that penalties should ideally be greater than the profits made by the media outlets from a show, the Hindu reported. This was said while the Supreme Court heard a plea challenge in the Bombay High Court order, which held that the News Broadcaster Association has no sanctity in statutory framework. The court gave notice to the National Broadcasters and Digital Association and independent electronic media watchdog, the centre and other defendants for strengthening the framework of regulations. A bench led by Chief Justice of India, Deva Chandrachud observed that 1 lakh rupee fine was set in 2008 and had not been revised since. Senior advocate Arvind P. Dattar, who spoke for the NBDA alongside attorney Nisha Bhambani, stated that he will discuss with Justice A.K. Sikri, the current NBDA chairperson and former NBDA head justice R.V. Ravindran on how to give its regulations some bite. The centre solicitor-general Tushar Mehta stated that the NBDA was simply one of the regulating organisations. Mehta stated that the court needed to intervene in order to establish comprehensive regulatory rules on ethical conduct on air. Mehta stated that with the intervention of the Delhi High Court, press officers were established some time ago to inform the media on a regular basis in order to minimise undue sensationalism. Ukraine condemned provocative Russian actions today and urged for decisive international countermeasures, a day after Moscow said that one of its warships fired warning shots at a cargo ship in the Black Sea. On 13th of August, a Russian warship fired warning shots at a cargo ship heading north in the southern Black Sea. It marked Russia's first use of force against merchant vessels beyond Ukraine since withdrawing from a UN-brokered grain pact the previous month, Reuters reported. Russia has stated it will treat any ships approaching Ukrainian ports as potential military boats after abandoning a UN-brokered arrangement last month. The incident, according to Kiev, was a flagrant violation of international law and exemplified Russia's deliberate policy of endangering the freedom of navigation and safety of commercial shipping in the Black Sea. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. News laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com slash subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest News Laundry experience, download our app. Watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports, stay informed, pay for news, protect democracy, save the world.